Bald and blonde. Welcome to the Mindset Evolution Podcast. Hear about tips, tricks, skills, tools, inspiration, mental hygiene. Know what you want and how to create what you desire to achieve predictable results and create a content life wherever you are. And here are your hosts, Kathy Tate and Daisy Pup. And hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bald and Blonde Mindset Evolution. I'm your host, Kathy Tate, the Bald Warrior from Australia, and with me, as always, your host from the Florida Keys in America, Daisy Papp. Hi, Daisy. Hi, Kathy, my dear friend. So good to co-create another episode. What's up your sleeves today? Up my sleeve today is a really good topic for a conversation. We're going to talk about perspective, Daisy. Aha, singular, not plural. Yes, as it happens. I'm just making sure. (laughs) (laughs) And I say yes to singular because for me, it's about starting with the self. And so that's singular. Interesting, because to me, I can have a perspective from my point of view, or I can have perspectives, meaning the outlook on life, the outlook on health. That's interesting (laughs) because to me, they're all your perspective. So that's many ways of looking at different things or many points of view. But to me, that's one perspective because it's yours. So that means I can only have one It's your unique way of looking at the world through your own unique filters and conditioning that you have. That's how I see it. (laughs) So you see, so that's your perspective. It is my perspective on perspective. (laughs) So I think this is the first time that we just jump in so quickly and so directly mm, into a topic. (laughs) This is really very first time happening. So we are on a virgin trip here mm, and we are experimenting with the play on words. I do believe that although it is always my point of view, my perspective, I can have different perspectives even on one and the same topic. Okay. (laughs) I like to see both sides of a topic. Is that what you mean by having different perspectives? Well, good question. When I am uncertain and I'm debating with myself, hmm, should I wear the red jeans or the blue jeans? Then I can see two perspectives, hmm, envisioning me, myself, wearing them, although it is about one topic, what I'm going to wear. It is interesting. What would you like this discussion to direct towards? I'm open. So I really want to talk about perspective. I want people to see and practice that the recognition that we all have our own perspective, we all have our own filters, we all have our own points of view, and they may be very different from each other. And I think that respecting each other's perspective 
would lead to a lot more peaceful interaction, the ability to debate without such high emotions, the ability to improve communications. It's a useful tool in recognising that we shouldn't take things personally. It leads back onto our shoebox theory where we all should deal with our own stuff. So that's where I want perspective to be important in the conversation, whether it's singular or plural. (laughs) I don't know that really matters, but it was interesting to go down that rabbit hole. But you see where I want to take this. I want people to be thinking about it and going, well, this is my perspective, my understanding, my point of view. That doesn't mean they're going to think like that. And I should not expect that of them because I think that's super common that people put their own thought processes or their own understanding kind of project that onto others. And I think recognising that that shouldn't be a thing is super healthy and improving communications. Mm. So there you go. There's my rant on perspective (laughs) and why I really wanted it to be an episode. Well, I think it's a very good choice of topic again. So you're really phenomenal in choosing topics and I really appreciate each and every single one of them. Although some are smoother and some are more challenging to discuss and some are heavier and some are lighter, some are delightful. I wish that they are all inspirational. So let's inspire humans to understand that their own perspective or perspectives, no matter singular or plural, is theirs and not necessarily others. Mm? Yes. I can even go now to a very specific outlet, which would be solution-oriented as I am, or I consider myself and many others as well, the island model. The island model is exactly about perspective and understanding that, yes, I do have filters, not only in front of me, but already the moment what I perceive through my five senses, I am already filtering and evaluating. That's all happening in milliseconds, so we're not even aware of it. Positive, neutral, negative. And based on that evaluation, I'm taking a stand or I'm starting to judge I'm falling into the trap of maybe projecting onto others based on our past history, past experiences, and so forth. Now, I totally, wholeheartedly agree with you that it is extremely peace-bringing the moment I understand that my perspective, my point of view, how I view it, whatever it might be, is mine, and I have the right to view it this way. And so do others have the right to view it their way. Yes, I think that's really the key issue I want to bring an awareness to because I do think that we are, whether we're aware of it or not, we can expect people to think the way we think. And in my experience, that's very rarely the case. (laughs) (laughs) Well, In my one-on-one sessions and also workshops and seminars, what I'm doing or when I speak to public, then I like to speak about expectations. And I like to bring to the humans who are actually gathering together to listen to my thoughts and who listen to my inspirations, 
that I like to have them draw a picture in their mind about any TV show where it's about right answer, wrong answer. In which year did this ABC happen? Or which decade was that? Or how old was this or that leader or someone? And then there's right answer or there are several options. And then the moment you answer the incorrect answer, there comes this really annoying sound. And then, of course, I like to do it. I'm doing it vocally. I don't have that sound machine somewhere. Maybe I should download it and then have a button that I can push. So it sounds like, ah. Our sound producer could probably put that in there for us. Yes. (laughs) With great joy, I would say. (laughs) I am certain that Milos is happy to put us that ah sound in there. (laughs) But I believe that the majority of us and of our listeners know that sound. Yes. And I was going to say it's often got a red light flashing along with it. A red X. So what I like to show my audience, even if it is a single human in a one-on-one session or if it's many people, that then I like to crisscross my two index fingers and really lift it up and show it to them and do that sound of... So that means to me what I'm trying to inspire others. Do not go there. You cannot get a good answer, right answer, a fulfilling answer, a solution-oriented answer, or an answer that is going to bring joy to you and others when it comes to expectations. And then I like to help them understand that let's say you are in a new relationship and then you call your ex. Oftentimes you hear that sound again from your new partner. You follow me here, right? (laughs) I absolutely follow you. And I was just thinking as well how the finger X goes with the X of expectations, doesn't it? Like now I've connected that red X in my mind with the word, I'm going to be very aware of when it pops up. Wonderful. Very clever. I saw you sneak that in there, Daisy. (laughs) I really enjoy drawing pictures in your mind and into our listeners' minds, because I know how it's possible to learn brain-friendly. And I know how to deliver knowledge brain-friendly so it can be acquired more easily. It's still like a supermarket. You choose what you like and what you don't like, you just leave on the shelf. That's free choice. Mm -hmm. But when we remember, okay, expectations bring up that sound, Milos, you're calling. (laughs) Then we will understand, okay, so every single time I do have an expectation, what happens is it's a highway to disappointment. Now, what is a disappointment? Let's say I make an appointment. I'm appointing a future occasion to happen a certain way. Let's say I believe or I assume that you will see it the way I do. Your perspective is just similar than mine is. Mm -hmm. We are looking at it from one point of view and see it from the same direction, same angle. And also we evaluate it in similar ways. And when I'm assuming that when I'm expecting that's my appointment, future pace, then the problem with that is then the disappointment happens. And who is really disappointing whom? 
disappointment. I'm appointing something. Disappointment is like engagement and then disengagement. So mm. it's negating what was previously agreed upon. And I am doing it to myself. So I can stop disappointing myself by stopping the... Let's not go there. Hmm? <laughs> yes, absolutely. And we did do a whole episode on expectations. Check that out if you have not listened to it yet, because we go really in depth into that. Because it can be a hard habit to break. It's something that was kind of trained into us. I don't know about you, Daisy, and we've grown up in different cultures. That's true. But it does seem to be quite common with people that I interact with, that they're quite used to making assumptions and having expectations. And they speak about how they're hurt by other people. And you got to ask yourself the question, was I hurt because I had an unrealistic expectation that I never properly actually communicated Mm -hmm. in the first place? Mm -hmm. Now, this is a thing, super common, heard it just yesterday again from somebody. (laughs) (laughs) And they're talking about how so-and-so's let them down. And so I delved into it with the conversation. Turns out they had an expectation, but they did not actually communicate that expectation. There was no agreement in place. I do believe it's okay to have an expectation if you have an agreement, in fact, and you can trust that person. So if we agree that we're going to record at 10 a.m. my time, I know that you will either be there or you'll tell me you can't be there. That's right. I trust you to keep your word. Yes. In that case, I feel justified in having an expectation that you will either be there or you will tell me you can't. And that is, in my view, a time when you can have an expectation if it's been agreed upon and both parties are communicated. They're both on the same page. We're very clear that we've agreed on something. And I trust you that if you cannot keep your word, you will tell me. And that's fine because you'll tell me and we'll reschedule or we'll make other arrangements. You see where I'm going with that. I think that you're about to say that you should never have expectations. (laughs) But I have an exception to the rule, Daisy. (laughs) So are you expecting me now to respond in a way that is based on your perspective? So now I do believe that when you and I agree upon something, And we both behave based on the five plus two love formula, the formula for finding true love. Then you can have expectations. I disagree because I do believe that then you and I, we have an agreement that you count on. Yes. And you have an agreement that from your point of view, your perspective, singular in this case, that then you have also based on your past experience knowledge. Yes. Knowing that based on your past experience that I have showed up on time when the two of us agreed upon. So there again, expectation is obsolete. You're counting on my word. Yes. And you experience that you can take my word to the bank because it has value. Don't bring it to the bank. I don't trust them. Different story. (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. And so I see your perspective where you believe that expectation is obsolete in that situation and it's really something else. So I can agree to live with that being your perspective. Oh, I'm glad. To me, I feel like it's the exception and only based on the five plus two, because when you bring that into play and you base your behavior on those principles, then your integrity says you're not going to let people down. Yes. I still think the real issue comes back to the miscommunication and then the expectations people have based on their assumptions and it needs to go back to the root is that miscommunication, in my opinion. So how do we solve it? Very simple. First person singular. Speak from your point of view. Share your perspective. Share your point of view. And now here comes a very key component that is more peace bringing than pouring the oil on the fire. When I speak from my point of view, and I say it as an example, this is how I see it, then I'm not stating facts. Because when I'm stating something as a fact, this is how it is, I'm already feeding the argument. Mm. Because who am I to really know the fact? I mean, there's so many, ah, okay, I'm going to share it. There's so many self-announced and self-appointed virologists out there now and epidemiologists out there now. And instead of them saying, this is how I see it, this is what I learned, this is my opinion, this is my point of view, this is my perspective, and this is my outlook on this, but I'm not an expert, but this is how I see it. When I say it this way, when I present it this way, that's peace bringing because I'm not proving you wrong in the first place based on my lack of healthy communication. I'm not stating it as a fact. This is how it is, period. No, this is how I see it. Yes, I think that stating it that way can be very abrasive and almost a challenge to prove I'm wrong. And so it is a different tone of conversation, isn't it? Well, tone makes the music. There's a German saying that the tone makes the music, which is, to me, very agreeable. Let's go to the basics of communication. The words we say is only 7% of the communication we're communicating. It's 38% tone, tonality, and it's 55% body language. So what I say is very important. How I say it is even more important. And when I'm aware of that, then I may become a better communicator based on knowing these percentages. That what I say is important, but how I say it is more important. And then I can adjust and deliver my perspective in ways that are more peace-bringing leaving the other communicator in a safe environment, in a safe place, that it's okay that you see it differently. Mm. Let me have a look from your point of view. I'd like to see it through your lenses, through your filters. And I may still decide to not agree with you, but I do respect your perspective. Is that beautiful? Yes, it is. And this is super important, I think, because those two different types of conversation very clearly leave you with different feelings 
And I think that's often why miscommunication snowballs into arguments and bigger, worse negative outcomes because of the tonality and perhaps even the arrogance of the way things are said. You know, and we did this whole episode on words matter and it was so interesting, all the things we talked about and for these reasons. And when you give me those percentages, it's quite stunning. I'm going to repeat them because they are so stunning. 7% words. 38% tone and 55% body language. Now, I want to throw in here, so right now even we're doing a podcast that's audio only and cuts out 55% of our communication ability. Mm. Now, I want to bring people's attention to texting, where not only do we not have body language, but we shorten our words and our sentences into abbreviated messages. So now we're losing a lot of that tone as well as some of the words percentage. And we're not really communicating our true meaning. We're just assuming that the other person can read and expand our abbreviation and understand what we meant when we wrote it in shorthand. And I think that's probably a big thing in today's world where there's so much communication by texting. And I'm really glad it just came to me when you were speaking about those percentages, because I think that's something we really need to be aware about when we are communicating by text and be very careful not to make assumptions about communicating something subtle when your words that you're using are often abbreviated and they're not really communicating the extent of what's in your mind (laughs) to the extent that you could if you were sitting there in person with someone and speaking to them because then that body language would be back in and that is such a huge part of communication and cues and super interesting to study too. Years ago before I went to university, I did some technical college and one of our subjects was communication. It was a mandatory subject And body language was a big part of it. And it was super interesting to learn about. And yeah, so you can really see how important it is and how important it is to be aware when it's removed. Yeah. So texting is actually a highway to misunderstandings. So text less, communicate more. Now, here comes one more aspect to texting now that you brought it up by my perspective. Mm -hmm. From my perspective, from my point of view, the reader is reading it with their voice based on their mood they're currently in. And I can read this message, mindset evolution, when I'm in a happy mood, happy place. And when I'm really not in a happy place, mindset evolution. Uh. Mm? And all I do, let's say I'm seeing on my phone screen or on the computer in an email or message whichever platform we are using, actually I'm seeing pixels on a screen that I do give meaning to. It's digital and it's totally abstract because they're pixels and I give a tone to it. Communicate more. Best in person. Second best is over video call. Third best is over voice because then at least we have the voice by my perspective from my 
perspective. (laughs) (laughs) What an awesome episode it's been, Daisy. And I have one final question to ask you, which came to me as we started, that I thought our audience would enjoy. This morning, which is your evening, I actually messaged you good morning and then we had a whole conversation in German. What was that like for you? Oh, I found it wonderful. And I felt a little bit homely, hmm? understood from a very different perspective, hmm? on a different level. Because, of course, you and I, we communicate in English because that's the language the two of us speak and we can communicate in quite well. Yes. Based on my point of view, based on my experience, from my perspective. You see, I'm not stating it as a fact because maybe your experience is very different from mine. But I really enjoyed that. Although I knew, not mind reading <laughs> and guessing, I knew that you were using some sort of translating software. Yes. Because last time I spoke to you, two days ago, you were not capable of speaking German yet. And still, <laughs> I could be totally wrong because I have met people who have interesting dreams or life experiences and all of a the sudden they know this or all of a the sudden they can that or all of a the sudden they're capable of learning something much faster than usual. But I felt it very kind of you and it put a very sweet smile onto my heart, not only on my face. Thank you. Oh, I'm super glad about that. And it was quite enjoyable to do it with you. And of course, I was using a translating program (laughs) because I haven't spontaneously gained the ability to speak German, although I do know good morning. (laughs) That was purely me. I just felt the urge to say it in German, although I'm not going to say it because I'm fairly sure I'd pronounce it wrong. But it was good fun and I'm glad you enjoyed it and it put a smile on your face because that was my intention to just for something different speak to you in your native tongue because we always speak in mine and it's certainly easy for me to always be in my native tongue. So I appreciate the effort you put into being your best version and speaking in your third language with me. I think it's amazing. I would love the ability to learn multiple languages. It would be certainly a treat. Mm. But I'm right now I'm happy just being able to say good morning and hello and a few. <laughs> well, good morning. Let's try it here live. Hmm? Guten Morgen. Guten Morgen. Perfect. Yes. Guten Morgen. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Lovely. Wonderful. Well, that's it for today's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it, audience, as much as we've enjoyed talking about this for you. Please do keep sharing our podcast with your family and friends. And don't forget, if you'd like to buy us a cup of coffee, go over to boldandblonde.live. We have special material exclusive for our supporters all on our website. So please visit us there and sign up for a workshop while you're at it. Daisy will be doing group workshops very soon where we're going to get in depth with you and help you learn how to self-recode and it's going to be amazing so that's it from us today any final words on perspective daisy well from my perspective we are delivering great value i didn't say it's a fact because it depends on the receiver Hmm? that's their perspective and i don't know their perspective unless they share with me share your point of views more often because 
there are less mind readers in this world than we wish. And dear listeners, as good a mind reader you believe you are, from my perspective, I believe that's not truly the case. I wish you enjoyed and you felt inspired by this episode. And please continue supporting us so we can remain at free as little as $1 helps us already. Thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to the next sleeves and what you're bringing out the next time we record. Thanks, everybody. We appreciate you. We are bold and blonde. Mindset Evolution. Talk to you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Bald and Blonde Mindset Evolution podcast. If you love what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast. In our show notes, you'll find the link to our Facebook group where you can personally connect with Daisy and Kathy, and the link to our website where you can find all of our previous episodes and much more of goodies so you can get more value. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. That really helps out the show and helps us to get some powerful feedback from you. Talk to you soon.